in today's show. I'm looking at the waiver wire for fantasy basketball. Mick Bolton, he's looking as well. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. Well, here we are getting ready for Wednesday's games, but looking at the waiver wire players that might be available that we can add players that we might need to cut bait on. We're going to talk about them right now, Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The most added players over the last period of time, last 24 hours. Some interesting names here. Number one on that list is Emmanuel Quickly. And it makes a lot of sense. For all of the shit that Tom Thibodeau gets given, rightfully so at times, he has started to lean more heavily on Quickly. Yes, he is still starting Alec Burks, and I don't know if that will ever change. But Kemba Walker's out of the rotation, and we're seeing quickly close games. We're seeing him play you know, close to 30 minutes a night. And we've seen him push into the top 50 in fantasy over that time frame, playing just 25 minutes. Now, the shooting is probably going to drop down. He's at 52%. He's not really getting any assists or any defensive stats. It is His numbers are all coming on the back of stuff that is completely unsustainable in terms of shooting numbers. Yeah, 52% for a bloke that's maybe a 38% guy is just not going to hold. He's hitting 47% of his threes, but the volume is nice. The scoring is nice. The current shooting run is nice. You add him. I think you add him and we'll just see where it goes. He's been really, really solid. The second most added player is Brandon Williams. Now, Brandon Williams played very well last game. Played 34 minutes, starting in place of Anthony Simons. And there was a chance that Anthony Simons was not going to play on Wednesday. In fact, Anthony Simons, just as I'm recording this, has been ruled out of Wednesday's game. This injury is not considered serious, from what I have been told, but he's out again. So this is a perfect stream option. Now, what he can be is inefficient, but he can score and hit threes, and that draws the attention of a lot of fantasy people or a lot of fantasy managers. Hey, scoring, that draws my attention. You score 20 points, I'll add you. That's, that's a general rule that I don't abide by, but a lot of people do. When someone scores 20, the question will inevitably come out. Is he an ad? Is he an ad? Irrespective of context or if he has yeah, 20 points, one rebound, zero assist on 30% shooting, it'll be, is he an ad? People love 20 points. And fair enough, there's volume in that. There's value in that volume. Oh, you put that in a t-shirt. But Brandon Williams is a very short-term option, I believe. Unless Simons just has this fake injury end his season. Not fake. He did cop a knock on the thigh, but it's not a long-term thing. And I have been told it's not expected to like keep him out for a long period. In fact, he was expected to play today. So I don't expect he misses a long time. But Williams is a solid stream. But the other question you've got to ask is, the people who have added him, there's 12 games on today. Is he actually in your best 10 players? Is he going to play or is he going to sit on your bench? Because that's, that's a waste if that's the case. Marvin Bagley, one of the most added players, and I do believe that one's a solid one. It was Isaiah Stewart's out for at least a week. I think it's probably going to be longer. Um, Bagley can be annoying. 
You've got to deal with his poor free throws. He'll get you one assist over the remaining six weeks of the season. Not per game, maybe one assist total over the last six weeks of the year. He can be iffy with his field goals. He doesn't hit threes, but good points, good rebounds. He might block one and a half shots a game. That's enough. Give him 30-plus minutes. It's enough to have value, especially in a points league. Great value in a points league. And I would add him in categories as well. Good old Trenton Watford. He has been playing well. Last three games have been strong. He's starting in place of Justice Winslow, who's still out with his Achilles soreness. And they're a little bit worried about his Achilles soreness. Um, don't know that it ends his year, but they're worried. Watford's a great ad, I think. Um, just, just at the back end. Probably wouldn't play him in your active roster today. But he is a strong ad um, just to see what happens with this squad. Ish Smith. Now, that was one of those ones where we, hey, we saw Hal Neto go down and Smith played big minutes. Neto is off the injury report, though, and he has been for the last, like, 18 to 20 hours. So I'm not sure why people have still been rushing to grab Smith. Maybe they just saw the numbers from last game and saw... And what also happens is people will look on Yahoo and they go, oh, here's, let's go to the players tab. Here's the transaction trends. Here's the players who have been most added. Ish Smith, oh, cool, what happened here? Look at his numbers. Oh, last game was great. Let's add him without looking at context. And it's sort of, well, then, then that person adds him. Then he becomes a more added player. Then other people see him become added and they go to add him. I'm not saying it's an incorrect thing. It probably is. I'm not saying it is an incorrect thing to add Ish Smith, though. But he could literally play 20 minutes in this game against the Clippers. And even so, like, is he going to be in your best 10 guys? I don't think that is. It was fine to take that take that crack when we saw Neto go down two days ago. But we've had plenty of clar- clarification since then that Neto's fine. And they're probably going to go back to splitting minutes. I do like the ad of Dante DiVincenzo. Um, especially if you're needing steals. I don't know why they won't just play him 33 a night instead of 27 so that Mitchell and Holiday and Lamb and all these bullshit guys can get some extra playing time. I don't really get why they're doing that, but there is value, I think, here in DiVincenzo. It might be rocky, but I think with the direction it's going, it might be two steps forward, one step back. And that's going to build, I think. Maxi Kleber is another name that's worth talking about. Maxi was great last game in terms of blocks and threes. Now, he's going to have iffy nights with shooting. He's going to have iffy nights with scoring. But blocks and threes, Muxy's back. Played 27 last game. Played 27 before his injury. High 20-minute player who can block two shots and hit two threes. That has value for certain teams. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Kids, I'll be honest with you as well. I'm going to say a bad word. I've got no fucking idea why people are adding Jeff Green. I honestly do not understand it. Why is Jeff Green one of the most added players? Why, why are we adding him? Over the last two weeks, he's ranked 164th. He's averaged 10 points in 26 minutes. Three rebounds. Why is he being added? I, I don't... Is it to stream in because there's 12 bloody games on? Was it because of the Nuggets back-to-back? Maybe that's it. There's the Thursday or the Wednesday-Thursday back-to-back. That's got to be it. Because nothing else he's doing... I know he scored 18 points last game. and He's played 30 minutes the last two. That's fine. I just, it's Jeff Green. It has to be just the back-to-back. That's that's what it has to be. Bruce Brown's been added in a lot of spots. I doubt his impact when Ben Simmons plays. But Ben Simmons isn't playing. So just deal with Bruce Brown. We enjoy it. We love it. We remember that Steve Nash didn't play him for half a year. But we enjoy what he's doing now. 
And then Dorian Finney-Smith, one of the most added players. Yeah, look, he's playing really well. There is an element of regression going to come on some of his shooting, but the minutes are really strong. The production's really strong. For now, we love it. We, we use it. And then we make the adjustment later on if that is the uh, direction we need to go. But I'll tell you what a direction you need to go is, and it's the direction I've gone, and that is towards Athletic Greens. Do you know what Athletic Greens is? They're a new sponsor of this show to begin with. But what it is, it's something I love, I love it. So I start taking Athletic Greens because it's just a great way to get a whole bunch of vitamins and minerals into my body. Superfoods as well. It's this green powder. You put a scoop in a glass, stir it up, and drink it every day. And you might think, what's this green powder? What's it going to taste like? Grass? No, 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 no. It tastes amazing. It's actually got a really, I think it's like a minty sort of taste. It tastes fantastic. And it's just a great way to get a, a, what is it? 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. That's a good word to help you start your day right. So what I do in the morning, get the scoop in the glass, stir around, drink it. It actually tastes great. And it is very, very good in terms of being healthy. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything. It's a great way to take care of yourself as well. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine that cost him 100 bucks a day. This is only going to cost you three bucks per day. So to make it easy, it is time now to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. I would say cold and flu season, but they've said flu and cold. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Again, athleticgreens.com slash NBA network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It's that time of year again. College basketball tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's look at droppable players. Again, these are some the, the first bunch of these guys are guys that have been dropped the most in Yahoo leagues, and the other ones are guys that I think you can consider. Lou Dort, yep, out for the season. That's an obvious one. Yeah, Chetty Osman. A lot of people rushed to add him with Jarrett Allen out, and he shit the bed completely. Yeah, he's a clear drop. O'Shea Brissett, points leagues I could consider a hold, but as I have continually said with O'Shea Brissett, he is not that good. He has some issues with shooting. He's losing minutes. I just don't think he's a very good NBA player. And he was fine to take a flyer on and have a grabber. I just, uh, he's going to have some better games than what he's done for sure, right? I just don't think burning a roster spot on O'Shea Brissett's the right way to go. Jackson Hayes has been dropped in a lot of spots. I agree with dropping the other three. I don't agree with dropping Jackson Hayes. Last game was not good. Zero points, 14 minutes, a lot of fouls. But I think he just needs 26 or 27 to be a top 100 player. I'm not cutting bait on him just yet. If you want to do it, I'm never going to blame you for it and go, that is a dumb move because I get it that he's had a few stinkers in a row. But as I will always say, you are, what what happened in the past happened. That doesn't mean that that's going to happen next game. Well, I'm going to punish him because he scored zero points last game. Jackson Hayes doesn't give a shit. In fact, like he told the NBA when he didn't make the rookie sophomore game, he told the NBA to suck his dick. He'll probably do the same thing to you. He doesn't care. 
But just because he had zero points last game doesn't mean that the next game is going to be zero points. It doesn't mean it's going to be 20 points, but it doesn't mean it's going to be zero. So the opportunity is still there. The minutes are still there. He can still produce. It's not great. And his leash is really short in terms of how long I'm going to hold on. But I'm not dropping him yet. Trey Mann, yeah, see you later. I don't think he's that good. And now he's out today as well. There is opportunity there. There's been opportunity there for months without Dort and without Giddy. And some days he scores well, but he just doesn't do enough for me. Marco Fultz has been dropped in a lot of spots. Yep, absolutely. I just don't think he's getting to enough minutes to impact leagues. Terrence Mann, yeah, I don't know about that one. I would have held on to him. I know he did, didn't play well yesterday, but I would have held on. And some other guys who are rostered in a lot of spots, that if you do need to create a streaming spot, Kelly Oubre and Montrez Harrell, you don't need to hold on to him. I don't think. I think you can get better value streaming that spot. And Chris Boucher. Now, Boucher played really well last game without Ananobi and Van Vliet. We'll get a better indication when Fred returns as to what Boucher's role is. But I, well, Van Vliet's back today. Um, we have seen it time and time again that Boucher plays 20 minutes, 21 minutes, 19 minutes, and it's not useful. Two guys go out, the minutes go up, and the numbers are great. We'll see what happens to him today, but I don't think he's going to be a uh, long-term hold. Let's look at some must-roster players now. The guys that I italicized, actually there's only one guy on this list that's italicized. He's more of a category league player than a points league guy, and that's Herbalife Jones. He's not flashy. There's going to be some shooting problems at times, but the steal numbers, the occasional scoring hits and threes, it's useful enough to hold. And all of these guys... The other guys on my list should be rostered in points and category 12 team leagues. Cameron Payne, Patrick Beverly, Isaiah Roby, Malik Monk, Isaiah Jackson. Yes, he gets into foul trouble, but he can still have 13 and 8 with three blocks in 22 minutes. Devin Vassell and Jalen Smith. Yeah, Jackson and Smith clearly over Brissett, as you could probably tell by the, uh, the, the, the two most recent segments we've just done. But... Rock Auto is something I've got to tell you about because you know what it is. It's the best place to buy parts for your car. Why would you go to a local chain auto parts store, waste your time, waste your money, lining up there just so you can give money to the man? Get out of here. RockAuto.com is an online family business serving auto parts customers for over 20 years, whether it's auto, not auto parts, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. Rock Auto has everything that you would need for your car or truck, and the prices are always reliably low for every customer. So head to rockauto.com and check out all of the parts available for your car or truck. Um, And in there, how did you hear about us, Box? Right, locked on. So that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Let's look at some other names that are worth discussing here. Uh, Reggie Block. I don't think that Reggie Bullock is a must-roster player. I think his role is relatively secure. He might give you 12 points with three threes, and that can have value for certain. And you're in the fantasy playoffs, guys. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. What do you need? Do you need points and threes and nothing else? Then sure. Does threes not mean a single thing to you? Then you don't have to hold players like this. But he is someone who's on the fringes there. But anyone who tells you he's a must-roster, I think, is wrong. And anyone who tells you he's a must-drop is wrong. He sort of sits somewhere in the middle there. Isaiah Hartenstein, it's his four straight games now of 20 plus minutes. Some blowouts are factoring into that for sure, but we have seen time and time again for Hartenstein play 20 minutes, be a top 120 player. He gets assists, he blocks shots, he's high field goal. I think you've got to have him on a roster. Victor Oladipo, another name that's come up a lot. First game was great, played 15 minutes. And I just think it's going to be hard for him to get to 27 or 26, which is probably what he needs. He was great first game. 
I don't expect him to be a 57% shooter every game. And if you do, you're wrong. You are. You're, just, you're wrong if you expect that. Um, so we'll see where it, where it goes. I just don't think, again, if you're in playoffs or you're one week from playoffs, that holding a 15-minute-a-night guy who was great four years ago is a solid move. I don't believe that. And in general, guys coming back from long-term surgery absences, you're going to be right 95% of the time, made-up figure, but you're going to be right 95% of the time if you just fade those players, like with Fultz, like with Oladipo, like if TJ Warren ever returned or John Isaac ever returned. You're better off fading those guys than putting all your eggs in their basket. Landry Shamit, he's been added in a lot of spots. He played well last game, but Booker's back today. Bye-bye, Landry. Maxi Kleber, I don't know why I've got him in this list. We talked about him already. The Delicate Dancer, Alperen Sengun. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. Well, last game was interesting. Christian Wood was out. Christian Wood is questionable again with an illness for Wednesday. So, Sengun, take the chance. Maybe Wood doesn't... Wood didn't practice, I don't believe. Yuck, take the chance on Sengun here. I don't think this is going to be a long-term illness unless it's like whatever, you know, when Nick Claxton had rabies or whatever it was at the start of the year that caused him to miss six weeks. I don't think it's one of those ones for Wood. But, you know, there might be stream value here. We also want to watch KJ Martin because Jay Sean Tate has appeared on the injury report as questionable. Martin's playing more minutes than him anyway a lot of the times. It's going to be up and down, but there's value in at least considering him. And then lastly, Johnny Kaminga, who was great yesterday again for the Warriors. Big assist numbers, good scoring. I think his value plummets when Draymond's back on Monday. And then you're going to get um, Iguodala returning soon and Wiseman returning soon, apparently. But Kaminga at the moment at least has short-term 12-team value. I'm not, I'm not looking at him as a must. But at the moment, there's enough happening with him to be interesting. And that, I hope, was interesting for you because that is the end of the show. So don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.